Hi everyone, and thanks for joining me for the full moon in Libra, which is occurring in April on April 7th. Looks like 10.35 p.m. Eastern Time. Time's going to vary. I'm Vicki Verley, the Rock and Roll Prophetess. This is a psychic astrology tune-in, hangout reading. It's not uh, by the book astrology. It's a lot more psychic than it is astrology, although I do know astrology and have been doing readings for over 30 years. Um, I also do psychic tarot. If you are a person who is very rigid about astrology, this means this, this means that by the book, then possibly this isn't the forecast for you. However, if you're somebody who's thinking, well, astrology, I don't understand it. This is going to be too much for me. Hang in there. Although we're going to be talking in astrology terms, there's more, it's more psychic than anything, and the more I go along, the more I get psychic as we go along. So hang in there with me. Okay, so this is the chart for the full moon in Aries. Now, I mean, excuse me, full moon in Libra. And Libra energy is all about cooperation, bringing things into balance, in harmony, partnerships. It's ruled by Venus. So Venus is a planet of love, beauty, and I think of all the zodiacs, you know, Libra may be the most peaceful. And what I'm hearing, my guides are saying the peacemakers. They're saying that the, the peacemakers are going to step forward. So that would be a, that's, that sounds like a good plan to me, right? <laughs> okay, so it's a conjunct Juno, too. And Juno is the queen of the gods. Um... She is also, you know, Libra is ruled by Venus, and Juno is very Venus-like or Venusian because it's um, beauty, love. She was, you know, known for her great beauty. So Libra and Juno together, they want to make everything beautiful. They want to make everything peaceful. They want to bring about harmony and, you know. So that's, that's something that I feel is welcome at this time. The other thing is, uh, while we're still in the sign of Aries here, and Aries is one unto themselves, you know, and a lot of us are being really, you know, we're all isolated, but some people, like, if you live by yourself, you're really isolated unto yourself. You know, this hopefully would bring out the dawning of um, being able to be with people again, you know, because the seventh house, the first house was, is Aries, and that's to yourself, and then the seventh house is the others and being together. And 11th house, too. There's a lot of stuff in 11th house, but 7th house is that, being co and with other people. Cooperation is the word of the day, is what I'm getting about this. So I feel cooperation is going to be really key. I feel like people uh, from all different walks of life are going to come together and to solve a lot of the problems that we're facing right now. Of course, a lot of it has to do with the pandemic and all that stuff, but there's plenty of other problems that we're dealing with right now. <laughs> And cooperation is the key, and cooperation will save the day is what's coming through. Um, I'm going to briefly touch on this pandemic. I don't want it to be all about it again. Yeah, if you want to listen to my other, um, the last one I did, it was, I have a couple of videos about the pandemic. One about releasing fear, and then I have another about uh, the last Aries reading. I kind of got into it pretty, pretty much, but... Neptune is the ruler of disease. I'm going to take a look at this Neptune because it is at the same point here. 18, and then we've got 19 Pisces. That's where the Neptune is, which is um, what rules over disease and viruses and whatnot. Mercury is conjuncted. 
So that's really good too, because Mercury is, we're talking about it, we're taking action, we're, I'm hearing we're doing due diligence, and we're making a lot of progress. And I do feel like maybe, it feels like collaboration, you know, collaboration is a very strong uh, word that's coming through here, and it feels like there's a collaboration between different people, you know, well there already is, you know, there's, because this is a worldwide thing that we're dealing with. But I feel like we're going to come up with these collaborations in order to, from different parts of the world, different walks of life. Keep I keep wanting to say different parts of the world, but they're saying different walks of life. So that's interesting. So it may not just be medical. And I, I'd highly doubt that it's medical and po politics. You know, It's probably medical and something else, you know. Who knows what else. Um, but it feels like that. It, fe it feels like, to me... I'm feeling like something really coming out of left field here. That's what it feels like to me. Because everybody's looking to the politicians and everybody's looking toward the scientists, rightfully so, in the medical community. I feel like there's going to be something that just comes out of left field. Uh, that's just, uh, they're being thrown a curveball, but it's going to be the key to everything. It's going to be, it's the missing piece to the puzzle. That's what they're saying. And, you know, with the Neptune energy and, and uh, Pisces Neptune energy, that is the thing, you know, it rules viruses, it rules a lot of things, but it also can be like things that are like hidden. So a piece of the puzzle could be hidden, absolutely, and come into play at this time. Also when Mercury and Neptune join together, because Mercury uh, is our mental mind and how we calculate and think things out and, you know, um, and Neptune is the, the divine inspiration. So when those two connect together, we can get those, because sometimes we have dreams, we have divine inspiration, but then we just, it just comes and it just goes right out again, you know, <laughs> just here today, gone tomorrow, and we can't get a hold of it, we can't grab it, you know. So I'm feeling like we could really grab it and grasp it and get a hold of it, and it could be, you know, because um, that's what it's going to take too, divine inspiration. And some of the greatest scientists ever lived always say that, you know, Einstein and different people, have, you know, I think Edison... You know, they would say, you know, it would come to them in a dream, or, you know, it was, it didn't come, it came through them, rather than from them, like they're the translator. So, I feel like divine light is being beamed down at this time. That's another thing that I'm getting, like we're getting a lot of divine light being beamed down on us, and, um, you know... A lot of different people might be picking it up. You know, a lot of different people might be grabbing it. It's that broadcast from the universe, which is the title of my new podcast that I'll be posting a lot of this stuff on and music, too. Uh, yeah, and that's my very first thing I put up on YouTube back in the day. I put up broadcasts from the universe because the universe is always broadcasting, and many different people will pick up on it. So I think a lot of people are going to be picking up on it. And putting the pieces of the puzzle together, that's it is very strong. It's coming through really, really strong at this time. Saturn is all the way here into Aquarius, and um, it's, it's joined with Mars here, too. Um, now, that can be, a lot of people will say, well, Saturn and Mars, that's going to be a warlike energy, you know, and, and it can be. And they are both real strong wanting to be the dominator and wanting to be... You know, they, when I think about Cap or Saturn, which is ruled by Capricorn, and Mars, which is ruled by Aries, you have these two horned creatures, the ram and the goat. And when you have these two horned creatures, often they're going to lock horns, you know, and that can be. Um, but in the sign of Aquarius, it's a little bit of a different story here. Because in the sign of Aquarius, 
it is um, for the higher good of humanity. You know, it's this, um, it's different, you know. So we could take these resources, we could take all the drive and ambition of Mars and all the work ethic and drive, and we can take the uh, authoritarian, this is what we're going to do, we're going to make a plan, we're going to succeed, energy of Saturn, and they could come together in the sign of Aquarius and make major breakthroughs on all levels. Because of the stellium in Aquarius and the full moon in Libra and the Mercury with the Neptune, there's a lot of air energy, there's a lot of mental energy, but it's also not so greedy, really, is the word I'm looking for. It's not so greedy anymore. You know, it's more about let's save humanity, let's uplift humanity, let's take it to another level. Let's combine our resources and, you know, come together. Um, I haven't seen it lately, but that, it's like, it reminds me of being reminded of that movie, which I love. Um, oh, it's with Amy Adams and the aliens and um, the big pod lands, and she's, you know, realizing that time doesn't exist and all this stuff. And, and you know, long story short, the, the moral of the movie was that they wanted everybody to come together and unite. They were, they were on the brink of all going to blow each other up and everything. And the whole, the whole reason for this visit was to unite, um, unite all the countries together, you know. So I think that, that on a deeper level that could be what's going on right now, too. The whole reason for a lot of the crises that we might be dealing with, pandemic and other things, too, you know, uh, is you know, we're, we're meant to come together to deal with it. You know, we're not meant to fight each other about it. We're meant to... Saturn in Aquarius is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. It's totally... It's here. I mean, it's dipping in and it's going to move back out later, you know, a few months down the road here. But for the time being, it's in here. And so Saturn is the, the task maker. Saturn is the authoritarian. Saturn says, listen, this is what we're going to do. Saturn in Aquarius is like, listen, we're going to love one another. We're going to be a brotherhood of man. You know, we're going to... It's one for all and all for one. And Saturn is, you know, uh, leading the pack or kind of leading the pack. Well, Mars is leading the pack. Mars is right out in front. Yeah, let's go do this thing. And then Saturn comes along and gives it a uh, body, gives it solidi uh, solidifies it, gives it a uh, foundation and long-lasting foundations. Things that go on, you know, in the Saturn and Aquarius, long-lasting foundations. Um... Saturn was in Aquarius in the early 60s, you know, and there was a lot of civil unrest and the civil rights movement and all this stuff because we wanted to put everybody on equal ground, you know. Um, and then it was again, I can't remember when it was again, I should have, I wasn't planning on really talking about it, but I believe it was like the early, would have been early 90s around there. And I guess we could think back to, you know, what was going on at that time. Actually, I could look it up real quick. I happen to have my ephemeris handy here within arm's reach. So let's just see. I believe it was somewhere in the early 90s, the last time that Saturn was in Aquarius. Must have been. You know, it's, it's roughly a 30-year uh, process for Saturn to go through the signs and come back to, you know. So that's why you have your Saturn return when you are in your late, you know, um, your late 20s. And then you have your second Saturn return when you're in your late uh, 50s, early 60s, because it's about a 30-year, about a 30-year cycle each time, and it, it affects the individual profoundly. It, you know, people do big things on their Saturn returns. 
you know, they leave their wives or husbands, they get married, they get divorced, they start a family, they change careers, they go back to change, you know, go back to school, they move, you know, change their location. So a lot happens um, during that. Yeah, it wasn't in 91. It was 91 through uh, probably going to be, what, 95? Let's see here. Let me just double check. Yeah, it was 91 through 93 was the last time that Saturn was in Aquarius. So I'm not sure on a big global scale, I'm not thinking of anything right off. Or was that when the Berlin Wall came down and all that stuff was going on with... Um, I'm not sure. I'm just throwing stuff out there. But, you know, if you want to leave stuff in the comments, we could talk about that too. But it's definitely a shift for the positive. And I'm hearing civil unrest. You know, it brings about unrest. There's turbulence through change. Through change, you know, doesn't occur smoothly usually. There's usually a lot of turbulence that occurs during it. Okay, the other thing that we want to look at, well, we still got, um, you know, this Uranus is c contacting the nodes, too. So Uranus is the ruler of Aquarius, and Uranus wants to uplift and do all this humanity stuff that we were just discussing. And it's, it's in firm contact with the nodes here. I mean, it's really right in there. So the nodes is always, it's a powerful force. It's not an actual planet. It's, um, it's a mathematical calculation, I guess you could say. But um, it's a powerful force. It's a powerful force in the individual's birth charts, and it's a powerful force in the world at large. And always the nodes kind of pulls us into where we've gotten off track here. So Uranus is doing it through strange and freaky ways. <laughs> because that is how Uranus operates. It, it's strange and freaky energy. And so there's some strange and freaky stuff going on here, you know. But it's designed to pull us into alignment with our true soul path as an individual and our true soul path as a higher collective. Um, Uranus in in Taurus is unsettling. We we are settled into our ways, you know. We are settled into our ways, and we we want this and we want that, and this is our usual lifestyle. And our usual lifestyle has very much been disruptive, you know, disrupted disruptive as well but it's not for nothing you know it's it's for to facilitate this higher change it's to bring about um, deconstruction and reconstruction is what I'm hearing okay so I want to go back and look at this full moon also because it's squaring up with uh, the Lilith and the Chiron and the Sun of course here but really strongly with Lilith uh, Lilith was not going to be told what to do, if you look at the mythology. Lilith was like, no, uh, I'm not going to be subservient. I'm not going to just do what you told me to do, you know. I'm going to do what I feel is right for me. I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to um, use my, my common sense. I have a right to be here just as much as anybody, and I will not be subservient to anyone. So it's... The opposition is kind of, you know, trying to calm that energy down to an extent where it's negative, because it totally can be negative, especially when we're all trying to pull together here. And Lilith's like, no, I'm going to be, i got to be me, baby. <laughs> but, um, you know, Lilith, um, there's power in Lilith. Lilith and Aries, and, and Mars is in here too. So it is a time for action. It's not a time to sit around and be... Not action as far as, I'm going to just go out in the world and do what I want to do, even though, you know, we're saying not to. 
but a time to, what can I do to make a difference? What can I do to take action? This Aries energy, Mars is in um, Aquarius here, so what could I do to make a difference for the greater good, for, the, for, the, for all? You know, what could I do for the collective to raise the vibration of the, the collective on the planet? What can I do? And take action to do so. Now, most, a lot of people think that the ninth house and Sagittarius is, you know, the internet and everything, but I feel Aquarius energy, which where we're talking about Saturn being an Aquarius, Mars being an Aquarius, Ceres being an Aquarius, I feel the Aquarian energy definitely has a, a flavor to it, you know, adds a little bit of uh, part of the, the vibe of the internet, you know, because it is this, it puts us all in contact with each other. It's the reason that you can hear what I'm saying right now, you know, and um, it is, uh, you know, joining the groups together and it is higher vibrational and it um i believe it rules electricity uranus rules electricity so it's all our gadgets and all our electronic devices and everything like that so that could be the very well could be the path i believe that is the path and that's already been established as the path to unite people you know there's so much fear going around on the internet it's just crazy how much fear it is and i feel like it's for all there's also people of like mind and like workers and people on the ascension path and that's all in the Aquarius vibration you know that um, we've got to try to pull counteract that vibe you know that's kind of what's going on here there's a counteraction of I'm gonna go get all the toilet paper Aries you know the worst part of Aries there's always a positive and a negative the negative part of Aries want well, to take care of me I'm gonna go get every piece of toilet paper that's in the next door and I'm gonna fight you for it you know and then the Libra's like come on I've got I've got an extra roll here you go buddy <laughs> let's be friends <laughs> so there, there's that going on there has to be for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction and right now it's a little bit skewed towards the fear and panic so us light workers got to put it in overtime here you know we really got to um I'm hearing this old thing that, um, from Cleveland uh, on the radio every Friday night. It was this guy, this DJ Murray Saw, and he would go on, and I, it's it's Friday, it's the weekend. He did this really long spiel, but everybody you know tuned in for it. It was the whole thing back in the day. And then at the end, he would be like, we got to, got to, got to, got to. And he'd be like, gotta, 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 gotta. And then at the end, he goes, get down, damn it. <laughs> So we gotta get down, damn it! He was talking about party, you know. Then there was a few songs he played. Born to Run was one he played. There was a few songs in a row. Monday I got Friday on my mind. He played them right in a row, you know. Um, I think he's since passed away, but that was like a thing. I'm hearing that in my head. We gotta, 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 gotta get down, damn it! So we gotta get down, damn it! We gotta get down and <laughs> maybe we gotta get up. We gotta pull the energy up, you know. But we gotta, you know, bring it up. Bring it up a notch, turn it up a notch, turn it up a couple levels here. And we got to counteract that. We should be trying to do so. You know, I'm looking, if you're listening to the podcast and not watching this on YouTube, I'm looking at the chart here. And this reminds me of an arrow, a bow and arrow, that's about to be drawn back. Like, this is the bow. Actually, I guess, yeah, this is the bow. And this is a like an arrow that, you know, it's like, it's about to be drawn back and then... It's about to be fired, and it's going right towards the Libra energy. So I feel like this full moon in, in Libra is just that. You know, it's going to be, we're pulling back into the Aries, and then phew, it's going to be shooting off in the direction of Libra to elevate the energy of peace, harmony, and, 
you know, we, we always are on multiple timelines. This Aquarius stuff and Uranus, that's totally, your Uranus energy will shift you on a timeline in a minute, you know, in a hot minute, they're saying, yeah. <laughs> so it's shifting you on those timelines and, you know, if there's a lot of people pulling towards this dystopia, oh, the world's going to end, you know, no, you know, then it's pulling us on that timeline. I mean, maybe this is the actual split of the new earth and whatever, but hopefully... Uh, everybody who's supposed to go on this, you know, this way can go this way. And hopefully we don't get dragged down into, the, you know, the, the depths of fear and darkness, you know. Uh, so it's, it's a pretty crazy stuff going on, but with all the Uranus and Aquarius stuff, not surprising. Let's look at one final thing before we wrap this up. Because we did have the Jupiter-Pluto um, conjunction, and it's uh, Pallas is in there too. That's really cool that Pallas is in there, because Pallas is the MacGyver of the of the zodiac. You know, Pallas thinks of bright new inventions and, and ideas and new ways of looking at things. So Jupiter is magnifying that energy, and hopefully that's going to bring about these downloads that we were talking about. I mean, the downloads are there. But if you're in fear and worry and stress, that's a huge barrier. The downloads are like, wah! You know, it's just like picture like lights coming down from the heavens or from the sun. And it's like, wah! And then it's like, oh my god, oh my god, I gotta get the toilet paper, I gotta fear. Wah, 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 wah! Can't go anywhere. Can't get past that. So let's get rid of that. I know you can't get rid of it. Uh, I said before in the last reading, I'll, I'll repeat it again, I said it in the fear video, you know, it's best to... It's stored fear. It's whatever you're fearful about. It's not about this toilet paper stuff, okay? It's other fears that have been in your aura and in your body, and they're becoming dislodged, and they need to be removed. So this is just a trigger. So let them be removed. You don't have to sit there. It's not, well, you don't have to do anything I say. I don't, you know, don't do anything I say because I said so. I'm not the guru here. I'm just, you know, an astrology chick, you know, getting downloads and broadcasting them out to myself here, but... What I'm feeling is, is don't fight it. You know, it's this is um, this is some good stuff that's happening. This is part of the ascension process. This is part of the new earth. This is part of elevating us to the next level. And we can't go there if we've got all these grounded fears. Maybe that's what the get down, damn it, is. It's like get down deep, get those find those fear pockets in your aura. And let them loose. Let them go. Get rid of them. Purge them. It's a great purging. That was one of the things that the guys were saying. If you want to hear more about that, you can watch the fear video. I have it um, on YouTube. And also the Aries New Moon. I did talk a lot about that as well. I don't want to make it all about the pandemic energy. Okay, so I think there's always stuff that I forget once I get through with these readings. You know, I don't know. I, I can never catch everything. I don't do a lot of homework before. I like it to be really spontaneous and in the moment. So I don't plan what I'm going to say ever. I look at the chart and off we go. We're off and running. But I do feel like a really positive vibe about this. I love that the Jupiter is conjuncting the palace here. I love all this Aquarian energy. Venus is um, trining... Um, uh, I mean, the part of fortune is trining the Jupiter here, and Venus is in Gemini, so it's a good time to communicate. To, uh, with all this labor, we can organize, we can get together, like they're going to be doing that big prayer thing. Stuff like, more stuff like that, you know, let's keep that kind of thing going. Let's counteract and counterbalance the fear. And if you are getting into the fear, which it's only human, you know, it's part of our human nature, try to just let it pass slow, you know, freely. 
don't try to fight against it. Just let it pass freely. Let it be cleared from your aura and your body and everything. And, and just, you know, it'll go faster that way. It's, if you try to fight it and suppress it, then it just, it's, it's hard. It makes it harder, it elevates it, it makes it multiply. It's got to come out. It's got to be expelled, is what they're saying. It must be expelled. Okay. All right, so this is the reading. Um, thank you all, for, uh, my longtime listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in all the time. I appreciate you all so much. And if you're watching this, I'm uploading this on Sunday. The rest of this week, you can still get that ingress reading. It's a you know, a special reading that's available for a limited time if you want to see what the energies are for the upcoming season. And a lot of it's for the whole year. That's going to still be available until the end of the week. But I also have a lot of other different readings, soul readings, and all kinds of cool stuff um, if you visit my website. If you're a new listener, if you're joining me on the podcast, I'm starting to posting on the podcast now. I am I've been doing this for a long time and I do have a YouTube channel. So if you like what you hear and you want to hear some of my back episodes, you know, you can go back to my YouTube channel and look at all the videos that are going on from the past, well, I don't know how many years now. Quite a few getting up there. At least 6 or 7 I think I've been doing this format. Okay. So I want to thank, uh, send blessings out to everybody out there. Um, thank you so much for liking and subscribing. Please check out my website for my wares and t-shirts and different things that I offer that keeps these readings up and going and free all the time here on YouTube. And now we'll be on podcast as well. Remember you are love and beauty incarnate. Have a great full moon in Libra. Purge that fear, baby. And get down, damn it. <laughs> all right, I'll speak to you next time. Bye.